It's not, please. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Magic Word, written by Mac Barnett, illustrated by Elise Parsley, published by Balzer and Bray, an imprint of Harper Collins Publishers. The magic word is a story about a boy who discovers a truly magical word that grants him anything he desires. He ends up with everything he could possibly need, or does he? The story begins on a Friday night. A boy named Paxton C. Haymeyer asks his babysitter for a cookie. With a name like that, you have to assume this kid is spoiled. Who does he think he is? Samuel L. Jackson? No way I would ever include his middle initial when addressing him. Where are those kid's parents? Who knows, but I'm sure they're the kind of parents who neglect their kid and just buy him shit to make up for it. And the picture of how torn up the house is with this kid's toys everywhere backs that up. The babysitter asks him what the magic word is. And like a smartass, instead of saying please, he says, quote, Alakazumba. Whatever the fuck that is. And a cookie appears out of nowhere in his hand. I have to address this right now. I hate the way the illustrator chose to depict this kid. He looks like a little gremlin. He has a massive head with these pointy elf ears and a nose that belongs on a dog. And his arms are entirely too skinny. He looks emaciated. The babysitter is pissed that he has a cookie and tells him to put the cookie back. But instead of doing that, this defiant child says, Alakazumba! Again, and again, to get another cookie and a glass of milk. This is why I was never a babysitter. I could never put up with a spoiled kid who needs a stern talking to. The babysitter ends up giving him to the count of three to put the cookies back, but before she could get there, Paxton C. Haymeyer says, Alakazumba, and wishes for a walrus to chase her all the way to the North Pole. Why he chose a walrus is beyond me. Maybe he's a sicko who wants his victim to suffer, knowing that his victim, the babysitter, could outrun the walrus, but it's only a matter of time before she runs out of energy and gets tusked by the unrelenting walrus. After the walrus creates a massive hole in the front of the house, chasing the babysitter away, Paxton C. Haymeyer discovers he can get anything he wants. So he puts a massive pool in the house. And when his parents get home, they are none too happy. So instead of being grounded, naturally, he summons walruses to chase his parents. This twisted kid can't be stopped. We are lucky he never figured out he could take over the entire world with these powers. Now that Paxton C. Haymeyer is on his own. He turns his house into a massive mansion with everything he could possibly want, including a robot, a roller coaster, and most important, an elephant that plays go fish. He tries to show all of this off to his friend Rosie, but she calls him out for being a self-centered host. She just wanted to hang with him. What a friend. I would have been having him wish me a bunch of shit. Well, 
Paxton C. Haymeyer doesn't like being called out. So you guessed it. Alakazumba. And she's being chased by a walrus. After this incident, Paxton C. Haymeyer quickly realizes life is lonely without the ones you love in it. So he wishes everyone back and is forced to apologize sincerely to everyone. Shocking he doesn't get punished by his parents. They just give him a kiss. They must have been too afraid of what he might do to them. And this tome wraps up on Paxton C. Haymeyer summoning the walruses again when the babysitter doesn't accept his apology. It's disturbing this gremlin child can't be stopped. While the end fell flat for me because Paxton C. Haymeyer didn't seem to learn his lesson, the moral of your loved ones are what's more important, not material items, is paramount, and I loved it. Max's writing did well showing the highs and lows of having everything, and Elise's drawings besides the gremlin child conveyed all the wishes in a fun way that got the reader excited about what they might wish for if they had these powers. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 3.7. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for seconds and thirds. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.